Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Harper. And this is She She Fucking Gets It. Guess what the theme is today, Zach? What? It has to do with... We already did sports. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) It has to do with the month that we're in. Are you recording right now? Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah, guess. It has Uh, to do with the month of October. Halloween. Yes, but specifically, how could Halloween... Halloween doesn't fucking get it. Yeah. You know what the show's about. Oh, witches. Yes! Witches, witches, witches. Maggie. (laughs) Yes? Maggie. Yes, Harper? Do you know what my favorite month of the year is? October. It's October. Do you know why? Because you love to be spooked. Because it's so scary outside. (laughs) When I walked out of work today, I got like scared because it was like so halloweeny out the sky was sort of yellow and there was like fog all up in it and the wind was blowing so hard that it was like just like blowing dry leaves and shit around and like pieces of paper and i walked outside in the dark and i immediately was like jumping i was like ah ah, ah there's ghosts all over the place Portland looked like it had one big ghost all over the top of it, which was the fog. And you loved that. And I loved it. I also went to the library today and checked out four scary books. Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess I don't know that they're scary, but they're murdery. See, I feel like the difference between you and I, we both like, we both seek out to be scared. Yes. This is something but, we bonded over like years ago. Yeah, yeah. But you like outwardly enjoy it, whereas I actually kind of hate it but can't stop right 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 right, right, right. where i'm like oh i don't want to hear this scary story but tell me tell me tell me (laughs) well you know what i'm the same way with with ghosts i like feel like i need to read every ghost story in the world but i also like hate it makes me want to die oh my god i'm so scared of ghosts (laughs) i just like when people ask me if i believe in ghosts i feel like my answer is that i i feel like I can't afford not to because I'm so scared of them. And I feel like if you don't believe in ghosts, you're going to definitely get haunted. Or there's like a higher probability right. that you're going to get spooked because the ghosts are going to be like, oh, fuck you, I'm going to show you. And so I just always have to be like, if there are ghosts here, I totally believe in you yeah. and I respect you, but just please don't hang out with me. I can't handle it. It's always important when you're feeling scared spooked to just be upfront with the ghost just be honest and yeah clarify i know you're here i respect you i'm scared i'm really really scared of you (laughs) please leave me alone and i will try to respect you yes i always like to say that it's not going to be fun for either of us if they try to haunt me because i'm gonna die i'm gonna have a heart attack and die but and then who's to say that's not fun for a ghost I i can't imagine that it would be to make someone die that might be but then i have to then they have to hang out with me for the rest of eternity and they're not going to want that either, for sure. You're, like, explaining this whole thing to the ghost. Yeah. Listen, ghost. <laughs> I feel like we're making Here's a... Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> I feel like we're making a mockery of ghosts right now, and that we should probably... <laughs> <laughs> God forbid we, we offend the ghosts with this podcast. Don't. Don't test them. I'm going to get so fucking You're going to get haunted. You're going to get haunted so bad. What would you do if you got haunted, Maggie? I know we've already discussed this. What? Tell me. I would kill myself. (laughs) If you saw a ghost, you would have to end your life. Yes, I feel like this is a refrain that both Zach and I have said many times. Yeah, I've heard Zach say this too. Is that right, Zach? I don't. I don't 
don't believe in ghosts. <gasps> Zach! <laughs> You're gonna get so fucking haunted. If you get haunted while I'm there, I'm gonna kill you. So you will die if you see a ghost. But see, Zach, that's the thing. You say you don't believe in ghosts, so if you actually did see one, you would shatter. Yes. Just as if I, I like, I don't know if I believe in ghosts, but I, I'm like open to the possibility that they're there. But if I saw one, I would physically shatter into a Your billion. Your life would be ruined. My life would be, it would, yeah, it would be ruined because I'd have to question everything I ever believed in. Yeah. Like if I would be like, okay, so there's, so there's like this whole other world with like magical spirits and stuff. And I can oh, see that. And, and, and I can it's see actually it. right here. And it's right here. Well, fuck. The veil is thin. Yeah, that would be super fucked up. Yeah. I, I think I would just have a heart attack of fear. I would yeah. just pass away. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I, well, that's what I, I would, would hope expire. would happen. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather that happen than you have to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I would just like to expire on the spot. Well, <sighs> all right. So, so, that, so yeah. <laughs> I guess that's all, that's all a preface to say that when we're about, when we're talking about the stuff we're going to talk about, we are please asking not to get haunted. <laughs> Go, ghosts? If you're listening, I meant everything that I said. I'm totally serious. I don't. We we do this with the utmost respect. Yeah, even if we're laughing. All right. So, what are we talking about today? We're talking about witches. Witches. Scary stuff. Spooky. Witches and other scary stuff. <laughs> but not necessarily that scary. No, that- it's not scary. It's just it's just ladies who fucking get it who. Uh, inhabit some realms that are uh, spiritual, let's say. Yeah. Related to Halloween themes. Right, right. But in actuality, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Because these are not witches riding on broomsticks with pointy hats. They were just living their lives. They're just, yeah. But it's kind of fun to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) Otherworldly things. For sure. Okay, so we split this up. Kind where, of. Kind of. Where you kind of focused on clairvoyance. Yes. I kind of focused on witches. But it turns out, usually, a witch is a clairvoyant, and a clairvoyant can also be a witch. Sure. My clairvoyants are more like uh, sensational spiritualists who made themselves, like, rich and famous. Okay. So, that's My maybe witches... a little different. Witches, I mean, we we both got, like, very intimidated when we started researching this, because the category of witches is vast and confusing and as fuck. like witchcraft means many different, many different things. things and i don't feel like i have the uh, capacity to really dive into like all of its social and cultural and racial implications right but there are a lot you, so, you could you could like take an entire you could major in this in college. Oh my god, more than that. You could, yeah. I don't know what <laughs> you more could than write that your is, PhD thesis on this. My best friend is doing that. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> there exactly you go. Her so that just shows the depth of like. I know, and she's still just one person, and there's like thousands of other people with yeah. all, all kinds of other theories about all this stuff, and we don't know it at all. All we've done is doing some light googling. <laughs> we we've just researched some individuals, and we're right. going to talk about them. Yes, not necessarily the greater context of. Right, because it's too confusing. Witchcraft and like Wicca and paganism and all that stuff. Right, and I don't want to offend anybody. Which is all very interesting. It's all really interesting and really cool. And uh, I would love to know more about it. But when I started looking up some witches, I was like, oh shit, I can't, I can't know very much about this. There's too much. So anyway, 
we've got some cool fucking ladies though, yeah. that we're going to tell you about. And some that are like kind of super scary and not cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about those ones. I was, I was just like when I was looking up witches, I would be like, I would find a witch and I'd be like, oh, this lady looks cool. Like, oh, cool. She like did this. She was like kind of a nurse and she like helped with women's health care. Oh, uh-huh. cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she could like assist with abortions. Oh, like she would. She, yeah, she would like make a love potion. Oh, that's cute. Oh, she killed babies and used their blood <laughs> for sacrifice. Maybe. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I guess maybe she doesn't fucking get it. Not uh, sure. Can't I'll really say. <laughs> have to scratch her off the list. <laughs> You just never knew what was coming with these witches. Yeah, but I did. I did find a lot of good witches too. Okay, so tell me about some witches. Um, well, one witch that we both came across. Do you want to talk about her? Just yes, because she's a very famous witch. Yes, yeah, she is. Although yeah. I didn't know about her before this, because famous I'm American stupid. witch. I knew about her in the context of like knowing the history of New Orleans a little bit. Okay. Um, but. Marie Laveau. Yes. The she, voodoo, voodoo queen. queen of New Orleans. <laughs> That's such a badass title. She is super cool. Yeah. Um, do you want me to start? Yeah, sure. Uh, so she was a um, woman of like Creole, mm-hmm. African, yeah. uh, Native American descent yes. living in New Orleans. And she kind of like got into like voodooism is that yeah and, i think like, it's just voodoo voodoo okay <laughs> i don't actually know anything about her history i just know some like i don't know a ton about her history um her life, so. she got into it um when she married a haitian man and oh, kind okay. of like got involved in his culture which had like a lot of african-based like cultural practices okay um and so she, like, learned a lot of her stuff through that. But, like, one of the, like, biggest reasons why she was so fucking good at her job. <laughs> her job of being, of the, being voodoo the voodoo queen of New Orleans. She was is, famous as fuck, by the yeah, way. Yeah, she's super famous. Um, she, like, started out as a hairdresser. Yeah. And was just, like, so good at, like getting women to kind of gossip with her and she would like remember things about everyone and just like knew everyone's business and through that could like make very accurate predictions and like tell people about things that they didn't know about but she knew like through other people so she basically had like a network of gossip that like helped her just be like so intuitive and insightful that's dumb. Like, she was just being, like, a woman. <laughs> right. But then she was also doing actual voodoo. Yes, she wasn't doing <laughs> she was actual voodoo. skilled and practiced but in I think, like, voodoo and conjure, conjure yes. work. But I think that's, like, one of the reasons why she ended up getting so famous at first. Is because, yeah. like, ladies were talking to her, like, about their personal lives. And she could, like, right. give them information that they'd be like, how do you know that? Like, you just fucking told me, bitch. <laughs> She's, She's like, yeah, your cousin came in last yeah, week and yeah. told me all this shit. <laughs> yeah, I read also that she had a yeah she had a beauty parlor in New Orleans for mostly for wealthy white women. Yeah. So she was also like making bank <laughs> while she while she yes. was being a witch. So that's dope. Um, I also read that I don't know if this is 
fully true, but I really <laughs> liked the idea that she maybe mixed her like occult traditions, like voodoo and stuff, with her. She was a devout Catholic, Roman mm, Catholic. Yes, I read that so too. So she mixed the Roman Catholic traditions with these like occult, like um, voodoo, Creole traditions. Mm-hmm. And I just love that idea so much. That's so like fucking gothic and spooky. <laughs> that is right up my goddamn alley. Yeah, that's, that literally is. There's going to be so many candles and so much incense. Yeah, she's holy water, yeah. statues of like yeah. Christian saints. Ooh, I love that. I love that idea. All the, my, in college, my uh, Catholicism teacher would call all the like Roman Catholic traditions that are like, um, visceral she would call them all the smells and bells oh. of the church so she's doing a lot of smells and bells here well like i also think catholicism is super spooky like going yeah, into like those old yeah. cathedrals and uh-huh. stuff it's so spooky so you mix that with like she was using like dance music snakes and yeah. stuff i saw that she like had a pet Ooh. snake or something yeah like mix that together that's probably like you see something like that and you will instantly believe in yeah. Like otherworldly stuff. I'd be so so fucking excited to see shit like that. I would be intrigued but terrified. Crying. <laughs> I'd be like, but I she have to go. Like such a sweet lady too. Yeah, she <laughs> seemed amazing. I think that's like another reason why she was so famous is that everyone loved her. Yeah. Um, another funny thing that I read about her is that she had like a bunch of kids. Like there was one. The history is like vague because it's not well kept. But like she possibly had fifteen kids. That's maybe. Wow. Um, and she, the bunch of them were daughters and they were all named Marie also. <laughs> and after she died, I think, one of the Maries continued her legacy and also became a famous conjure woman nice. and voodoo practitioner. And so a witch in New Orleans. And like in, I don't know if it was at the time or like through historical records, but people got confused. <laughs> because they then thought because it was like Marie did this 100 years ago and Marie did this last year and the people would be like wait what the fuck and so they thought that she lived for a really long ass time or that she got reincarnated or something but I think it was just her daughter doing the same <laughs> shit <laughs> or so people, was it or was it I don't know but people would be like so the first version of her did this the second version of her did this so there's basically two of her which is so dope yeah I love that um yeah she's buried right and like you can visit her grave oh my god yeah i read the (laughs) most rude thing i've ever read oh no (laughs) what insane okay you know the fucking band the misfits yes (laughs) apparently so yeah she's buried in new orleans and apparently one time they played a show in new orleans and after their show they went to the graveyard and tried to exhume her body. No. Isn't that so fucking rude? <laughs> it's such, just like trash. Just like, it's so trash. Go home. Go the fuck home. Like, what What gives you the right to Literally do that? Literally nothing. Ugh, Leave her the fuck ew, alone. I hate that so much. They got so arrested much. about it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they're still in jail. They're definitely not. I That was wild to me. Um... Yeah, there are a lot of examples I saw of witches who are just like, their powers come from like, just kind of being a woman. Yeah, like feminine stuff. Stuff, yeah. like being super in- intuitive, 
being able to find shit out yeah <laughs> through really like talking to people and just like being so observant and yeah. like knowing when something's wrong or when something's good yeah just like being and like some people see that and they're like that's yeah. magic also like being really in touch with women's reproductive health which mm-hmm. can seem like a huge mystery yeah. to a lot of people but it's not yeah <laughs> it's just yeah there's a lot of like traditions passed down through various cultures that have to do with like um traditional forms of midwifery or whatever and those kind of can you know and like mixed with like herbalism and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so those can sometimes come off as like magical and you could think of them as magical too or if yeah maybe they are but i think that could confuse the hell out of a lot of (laughs) dumbass dudes (laughs) you're like wait what the how'd you know her period was coming (laughs) you know i mean bringing a baby into the world is it's truly magical (laughs) (laughs) yeah it definitely is (laughs) My other favorite witch, who was also, like, super, like, intuitive and could kind of just, like, know shit. Yeah. Her name was Mother Shipton. <laughs> she a nun? Her real name was Ursula. That's um, a witch name from The yeah, Little Mermaid. That is a witch name. And she actually, like, rumor has it, she was lived in the late 1400s, uh-huh. early 1500s. So all this information <laughs> is bonkers, um, <laughs> compromised. <laughs> Wait, where was she? Where um, was she at? She was in England. Uh-huh. Um, but she was supposedly born, like, with a bunch of deformities that made her look like what we picture a witch to look like today. Oh, so she had, like, she was, like warts and stuff? Uh, yeah, and, like, had, like, the big hook nose uh-huh. and, like, kind of the bulgy eyes and, like, the maybe, like, humpback type okay, thing. Okay, I gotcha. I can picture it. Um, it's a cartoon. So she was maybe, like, the original version of what we think of. Whoa. As... I've never thought about that image coming from somewhere other than just, yeah. like, a scary old lady. Yeah. So she kind of looked like a scary old lady. She had, like, and, like, the sunken cheeks yeah. and kind of, like, twisted arms and legs She was, and like, stuff. green. Yeah. She... <laughs> Her skin was, like, <laughs> bright Neon green. green. She always wore no. striped stockings. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, she was like always had a broom with her. Um, really no, into sweeping. All horrible jokes aside, she Sorry. was deformed. Um, but uh, she ended up being like a clairvoyant slash witch okay. who like predicted a bunch of shit that happened. But she was also really good, like, same with Marie Laveau. She was, like, just good at kind of, like, knowing things happening in her community. Yeah. She could solve, like, interpersonal disputes really well. Like, that was kind uh-huh. of one of her <laughs> magic amazing things. amazing that that would be magic. So she was a therapist. <laughs> right. Like, she wasn't. It's not that she was just a rational woman who yeah. could, like, calm down people. It's that she was probably putting spells on people right. to, like, make them. <laughs> make them be better. Be better. <laughs> which, is, yeah, which is its own type of magic, I guess. Sure. Um, um, it, was, it was recorded that thieves would publicly return stolen goods while apologizing for their sins and wandering husbands would beg forgiveness and mend their ways and corrupt officials would make spontaneous acts of restitution after, after she dealt with them. So she was just really smart. She was basically like... She was a smart lawyer. <laughs> yeah. She was basically like the village wise woman, which is another synonym for witch. Right. Sure. 
Because um, women can't be <laughs> wise or from the village. They're using magic, obviously. <laughs> um, but, like, one of her most famous predictions is she was around during the time of the famous King Henry VIII. Sure. The crazy crazy ass king we know him yep um and she, what a fuck boy <laughs> you, whoa he was maybe like one of the biggest fuck boys in history of all time he was also like basically a serial killer yeah <laughs> so it's yeah. not quite the same yeah i never really thought of him as a fuck boy but he so obviously is anyway uh, anyway um you know his like right hand man cardinal wolseley okay <laughs> he was like eventually betrayed the king and was killed for treason. But um, Mother Shipton once predicted to Cardinal Wolsey, um, you will see York, but never reach it. Okay. And in 1530, after he fell out of favor with the king, he tried to flee north uh-huh. and he was almost to York. It was within his sights. And before he got there, um, one of the king's men intervened and brought him back. Oh, shit. And he was beheaded or hanged or whatever for if high treason. If he knew that prophecy, why would he go towards York? <laughs> why wouldn't he go a different because direction? Because you can't change destiny. Uh, if, if Mother Shipton says it, then okay, okay, it okay, be. Okay, okay. <laughs> then it be. It be um, truth. Fine. She, according to um, history, also foretold a lot of other things, okay. but it's, it's maybe been proven that sh- sh- this was all made up by someone who wrote her biography sure, could be <laughs> but rumor has it okay. that she uh, predicted um the execution of mary queen of scots um the great plague of 1665 and perhaps most famously the great fire of london in 1666 whoa that'd be cool yeah um so yeah she was basically just this badass old lady who was just like super smart and yeah. good at calming people down yes so she was and come she was basically a mediator right but she was called a witch and um either way it's fucking cool yeah whether she 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 is like powers or was super rational and smart yeah both ways i think both can say both things can be considered witchy yeah and they're both like they're kind of the same thing yeah (laughs) you could think of them as the exact same thing if you want Anyway, Mother Shipton fucking, fucking gets, gets it. it. We didn't say that Marie Laveau, the voodoo queen of New Orleans, also fucking, fucking gets it. Okay. Okay, um, tell me about some of your clairvoyant Okay, you want to dip into clairvoyancy right now? Yeah. Okay, hang on. You guys going to do any ghosts? No. Mm, I don't know. I don't Zach's know. Zach's very disappointed. Zach's so, like, this is not scary uh, enough. This is not the Halloween episode. It's just people doing medicine what, and therapy. What kind of ghosts fucking get it, Zach? Yeah, I guess that wouldn't be the podcast. <laughs> We're talking about podcast. real people. Yeah, real ass people. Not that ghosts don't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that you guys are not real ass people. You just... But you kind Dead of one. aren't. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I can't. Okay, so besides which is one other thing that I was interested in reading about, but also got overwhelmed about because there's so much, is female clairvoyancy or spiritualism, mm-hmm. which is like a whole, there's like a whole movement in like the 1800s in, I think, mostly America, but probably all over the place, um, 
of young women being or claiming to be clairvoyants or mediums. Um, and it was like a whole, it was like really, uh, in, in vogue to like be into this or like go to seances mm. or whatever. And like all these famous people were like super into it. Like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was like a big fan of the spiritualist <laughs> movement. And he went to all kinds of seances and was like amazed left and right. And Houdini kept trying to debunk all these people. That was like a big part of his He was shit. like, he was like, only I can do magic. Yeah. He was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to show you guys. This is not real. But people were like big into it. It was like, yeah. you know, a hot shot thing to do and to like go see and whatever. And so some of the ladies, there were a lot of young women involved in this movement. Some of the originators, like the maybe the most famous are, is this group of sisters called the Fox Sisters. And they have an interesting story. Um, their names were Kate, Margaret, and Leah. Uh, Cute. Kate and Maggie were the mediums. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Le- That's my name. I know. <laughs> Leah was the older sister. And um, Kate and Maggie, when they were young, started saying that they were like, they would ask questions to the spirit that they said lived in their house. And the spirit would answer with rappings, quote unquote. So like knocking noises mm. around. And, they, and people got like super freaked out. And their parents were like, ah, what the fuck? And then Leah was the older one. Like once they got a little bit older, she started to like sort of manage them. So she was like their management. And they would, the three of them would like go on tour and like do all these things where they would, yeah, hold seances or whatever. And like hold like big rallies where they would speak. They would go in like trances and they would, uh, um, most of it was the rapping where they would like ask the quote unquote ghost a question and then answer with a knocking noise, you know, like three for yes, one for no or whatever yeah. it was. And one of the things from when they were young that they, they said when they still lived like in their parents' house, they said, uh, that, um, they like asked this ghost that was around a question and had a conversation with him and then came to the conclusion that there was a man in that had been buried like in the house like who had been killed and buried in the house and that was the ghost and then years later human remains were found buried in the walls of that house oh so that's spooky weird is that scary enough for you zach okay (laughs) um but yeah people went fucking nuts for these girls they were like really young when they started doing this and like even when they started like becoming famous they were like 13 15 i think some of their famous fans were Sojourner Truth, <laughs> James Fenimore Cooper, and William Lloyd Garrison were all wow. like big fans of them. And lots of other people too. So high society. And high it's totally high society. But these the young this kind of a sad story that the young women, Maggie and Kate, became like like when they were even super young, like 13, 15, going on these tours, they like became like alcoholics. Oh, no. they, yeah, they probably got like they probably had a really bad time because they were thirteen and fifteen yeah. and being like traveled all across the country and all these like dudes were trying so hard to expose their secrets. <laughs> like all these men were like determined of to, yes, to be like, no, it is fake. It is fake. <laughs> and they kept thinking that the knocking noises were coming from under their dresses. <laughs> they were like, they're doing it with their feet. And like, they thought they were like cracking their toe joints and stuff. Oh my God. But then they got like, all pissed. Some people got like pissed off because they were like, well, we can't look under their dresses. <laughs> they're young women. <laughs> One guy was like, just because they're ladies and we can't look under their dresses doesn't mean that they're not, <laughs> that they aren't fake. Like he was like, yeah. He wanted to disprove them so bad, but he couldn't look up their skirts. Oh my basically, God. get a hobby. <laughs> I know. 
Dude. <laughs> but, okay, so their story is interesting. They may have been real, but at some point during their... I think they were, like, running out of money, and the the sisters were both, like, drinking heavily, and somebody offered them money, like, $1,500 or something to, quote-unquote, expose their secrets and, like, give an interview to a newspaper telling them how mm. they did it. So they did. They, like, gave a confession, basically. What, they is, said, what was their secret? They said, we made it all up. We, I think they did say they were cracking their toes. What? And they, like, showed how they could do it. Like, they went up, supposedly went on stage. Again, the history is a little murky. Yeah. This was a long time ago. But they, like, supposedly went on a stage and, like, showed how they could do it at will or whatever. But then the next year, they tried to take it back. They tried to be, like, that was a coerced confession. And apparently, according to, like, scholars of them, it does. People maybe agree that it was coerced, which doesn't necessarily mean that they... That it was would, fake, that, yeah. Yeah, that it was fake or not, but that it was like pressured confession. So it's still kind of unclear what the deal is. I'm just going to say, yeah, say it so that I don't anger any ghosts out there. Yep. I believe you believe in the Fox sisters. I believe in the Fox sisters. I, I think I will land on that train also (laughs) because I feel like I have to, (laughs) I wouldn't dare question. No, 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 no. Anyway, they were interesting ladies and they kind of like helped. I'm sure they weren't the first ones, but they like helped start this whole movement that became like really cool yeah. in America, which is cool. But the end of their story is really sad that after they made this confession, then they tried to take it back. No one would take them seriously anymore, obviously. And then they were both just like rampant alcoholism and they died in abject poverty. Oh, no. I know. One of them, Maggie, was, li- was an alcoholic living in charity in a tenement house. When she died, she like died from drinking too much. Isn't that horrific? I know. I'm sorry to tell you a sad story. That's a sad story. But if they were real clairvoyants, or actually, you know what? It doesn't even matter if they, if they were real or if they weren't, they're still badasses. Yeah. Cause they, if they weren't real, they did a really good fucking job. <laughs> and if they were real, they did a good fucking job. job. <laughs> Either way, they did a great Job. Of course, people just wanted to tear them down, and yeah, when, like they needed to. A group, of, to a group of guys wants to tear you down, then they'll do yep. that. Yep. So I'd say that the Fox sisters fucking, fucking get, get it. it. Yeah, people needed to tear down female clairvoyance because it's like kind of a funny move. There were a lot of men doing this too. And Houdini when, was like, "Wait, but wait, did you guys see when I when I yeah. got did you out- see my straight jacket though? <laughs> I got I got out of that. But did you see when I got out of that tank full of water? <laughs> I didn't even have a key. He's like, don't look at the girls. Don't look at the girls. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look, a quarter from behind your ear. <laughs> you think that's the kind of shit Houdini yeah. was doing? A quarter from behind your ear. Where'd that come from? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But people got so confused by the young women in the clairvoyancy movement because they would a lot or like a big part of what they would do is like um maybe not a big part but the thing that would happen a lot is these young women uh would like go into quote-unquote trances and would like speak as somebody else like Mm. as some authoritative uh male figure oh sorry wow we both just bumped our microphones (laughs) um who had died and they would like you know orate with such confidence and strength that all these men would be like wait what the fuck she can't be speaking like that with such authority she's only 15 what the fuck does she know anything about so they were just positive that they were all fakes (laughs) they they had to know that they were 
I mean, they needed the assurance that young women couldn't be that smart because otherwise their egos would be busted. <laughs> How'd she know that? Yeah. How she talks so smart? What the fuck? Okay. So there was one other medium or clairvoyant. Tell me. Like that. I don't have very much about her because there just isn't that much on the internet, but it's, it's the same kind of story where she's a young woman, very beautiful young woman. Her name was Cora Lodentia Veronica Scott, <laughs> but she also was married four times. And so her last name, Scott, changed four times. So she nice. had, I don't know, she had four different other names. Um, and she was like super young and really pretty. And she would do what I was just talking about, where she would go into trances and speak with authority, like from the point of view of somebody else. And people would flip their fucking shit. Well, that is like, like, how are you doing this? And she would like deliver like political speeches to a particular end. They like from the point of view of somebody influential, which is like a really good trick yeah. or not trick, but like so good to be like, well, Abraham Lincoln just told me that, <laughs> that he endorses Hillary Clinton or whatever, you know, <laughs> like she went into one trance from the point of view of this, like famous judge who had just died a few months ago and people were like what the fuck how can she talk like a judge she's a girl (laughs) you know people freaked out that's really cool yeah she was a badass too um i feel like the there's like a lot of similarities between these women mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily that they're magical although they might have Sure, many of them might be. Magical. It's just that they were like super smart and like I said, just like using their feminine strength. Yeah. A lot of them were like jacks or jills of all trades too. Like Uh a lot of them were in the medical field Mm -hmm. and could like do women's health. Like Marie Laveau was a nurse who could like perform smart uh, small surgeries. Yeah. Um and like a lot of the witches that I researched kind of started out as either midwives or at least assisting with birth or abortion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's too spooky for men. (laughs) (laughs) But um, like, I think that in itself was like taboo. And then they would get into other things that were quote unquote taboo, but also like just them using their strengths, Mm -hmm. which was usually just like being really insightful, being really intuitive, understanding how you could fall in love or how you can make yeah. your life mm-hmm. better or yep. I don't know, just like being a or woman. understanding how to use traditional herbs and medicines or right. like read the tides or the moon or whatever. And like stuff that actually affects people's lives. But, but a lot of people think that it doesn't. Right. <laughs> um, I was thinking when I was doing research on witches, I was like, is modern day witchcraft the internet and like how women can use the internet to do truly crazy things like find out shit that no one else can you're big into the finding out yes well because that was like such a like common thread between all these witches was that they just like knew stuff and it's your personal forte and it's my personal forte like i love finding out shit you're good at finding shit and going through extreme lengths Mm -hmm. to figure shit out and i would love like i would love to do what Marie Laveau did, which was just, like, gossip with girls and, like, connect the dots and, like, create this entire, like, web of mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. that makes you seem so powerful. Because you are. Yeah, because you are so powerful. But, like, I do think that, like, the women today, like, utilize the internet to do some of that shit. 
I like that. I like that That's analogy. That's like modern day witchcraft. All right, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Except for actual modern day witchcraft, right? Like, like Wicca and stuff. Well, yes. Which I don't know anything about. But so I mean, I but that's still it, but... that's still based in like ancient right, traditional. I'm talking yeah. about like new right, age. Right, right. New age. That's also something else. I think. <laughs> I'm talking like li- I understand literal I understand. modern witchcraft. Yes. yes. Postmodern even. Yes. <laughs> Postmodern witchcraft. Millennial witchcraft. Coming away from this, I felt like any woman can probably tap into her witch powers yeah mm-hmm. i don't i don't feel like you necessarily have to be chosen to be a witch yeah. you have to choose the witch life <laughs> <laughs> the witch life doesn't necessarily choose you although it might it might but i think we all have it in us and then you just have to tap into those powers yeah and i think use i'd them. agree with that yeah we can and all anybody, be witches. not just women just men would need to step it up first well yes <laughs> I do have to say that a lot of the lists of witches I found did include men. Yeah, a lot of the clairvoyants also in mediums. Yeah. You got any other witches for me? No, not really. I mean, there are tons of witches out there. Yeah. Um, I could have talked about a million. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to choose a few that I thought had particularly interesting stories. Yeah. You'll notice that we left out the Salem we did craft because we were thinking about it the other day and somebody pointed out to us that like Salem gets a lot of the credit for being witchy when it's actually I'm literally quoting right now when it's actually just was actually just like white dudes sucking right and being stupid about women right a lot of those women were adamantly denying they were witches. not witches they yeah. were just ladies and so it's Who not even being falsely accused it's just, of just like not doing yeah it, it just was, sucks it's it was a bad really situation yeah all right one last thing i wanted to say about witchcraft are we done with all our witches and stuff yes okay i just wanted to acknowledge again that we are two white ladies we don't know a lot about the history of witchcraft in general and we don't know even more we don't know less. We know less <laughs> about the multiculturalism inherent in all of this. Um, and just like a lot of these traditions of witchcraft that we kind of touched on are, you know, like medicinal, herbalist, mm-hmm. homeopathic, reproductive health centered traditions from like various cultures all around the world. And they are magical in their traditions and like their efficacy. And I just feel like it'd be easy to assume that these could be um, diminished to like just being smart ladies being mm-hmm. intuitive or smart ladies um, knowing how to use the land or whatever. But to a lot of traditions, this is magic and it should be thought of as magic. And I just want to acknowledge that it is magical and that a lot it of these magical. women are truly magical, magical and they fucking get, get it. it. And I would love to learn more about this stuff, but it's very broad. It's so very- maybe I'll try to do some more research. In general, just for my own well-being. Mm-hmm. That was a good way to end it. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to, like, be happy about? Um, we kind of didn't... No. <laughs> no. There's nothing I want to be happy about. I can't think of anything to be happy about. You? I have something to be happy about. Or I have something that was making me happy the past couple of days. What was making you happy? Okay. I never do this, but I started rereading a book that I read one time. Mm-hmm. I never read books twice, but some years ago, like, when I was... Like, years ago now, I was, like, 20, 21, I read this book um, that I loved so much. And I kind of forgot about it because I didn't own it. I had borrowed a friend's copy. 
when I was going to meet the author at one point. And, um, and I read it and I loved it and I gave it back and then I kind of forgot. And so recently I purchased it and I'm reading it again and it is so good. And what I want to just book? recommend it to everyone. It's called The Love Affairs of Nathaniel P. And it's by Adele Waldman. Came out seven years ago, maybe six, seven years ago. And it is just amazing. It's just... Never heard of it. It's so good. It is about um, a... It's from the point of view of a young guy living in like Brooklyn who's like a writer and he just kind of sucks. Just in the way that like so many dudes you he's know like, kind, kind of, of suck. <laughs> I mean, he is an asshole, but like it's he's not like a rapist or a murderer or anything. He's just like a shitty guy, but like a guy who thinks he's good and it's written from his perspective, but this author, this young female author who I met and was a delight is just like so genius at writing from his perspective where like you hate him as you're reading it but you're also like he's justifying everything he's doing to himself oh. in ways that are so I am positive that men think this exact way <laughs> like I was reading it's just like so compelling and so insightful and it is like like you'll read it and connect with so many of the women in it and you'll recognize so many dudes in Nate so many dudes that you've known in your life in Nate just think of like every shitty just like kind of shitty ex that you've had or guy that you've met or, or dated or you're just like that guy kind of sucked yeah. afterwards that's this guy and it's so well written it's just amazing okay cool i will definitely check it the out love affairs of nathaniel p nice highly recommend <laughs> thanks for listening to the she fucking gets it podcast i'm one of your hosts harper burke and i'm your other host maggie nugent and thanks to Zach Nugent for recording us in Portland, Maine. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. That seemed briefer.